Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thank you so much, Gary. And I I talked at the top of the hour last hour about how I got to go to Williamsburg and have this kind of idyllic Williamsburg time. It sounds like you had the same opportunity at CNU watching your son play in the holiday event. Yeah, that was it was really cool. And uh, you were mentioning the everybody's never been to CNU. The Ferguson Center is a great venue. They have a holiday a bunch of different groups play, and Parker's in a couple of different <coughs> bands. And then they, they everybody goes over to the Great Lawn for the tree lighting. It's a it's a really neat holiday tradition, and uh, it was it was fun to be down there last night. For I sure. absolutely love that they continue holiday traditions, and I absolutely love what CNU is doing. I mean, they are just doing so many great things, and I just love what's happening there. You know, it's a, in some areas, it's a well kept secret. I mean, you know, we I knew about CNU because of obviously former President Paul Tribble. But, uh, you know, once Parker got interested and went there, it's an amazing place. It really it, is. It really is. My yeah. niece, Kate, went there, and now she's thriving in PA school. And it's it's it, I, it, I agree. It's a little bit of a best-kept secret. But Tribble did a great job as president. And, yes, I, I, love, I love hearing about it. So let's keep telling people about good things that we're doing here in Virginia. Because yeah, I like talking about good things, absolutely. especially this time of year. I know. Absolutely. Everybody wants to have some festive fun holiday things. So anyway, well, it's good to see you this morning. It is 7.06 on this Monday morning, December 4th, 2023. I am Karen Michael in for John Reed. John is out this week. He is headed to Germany for his listeners trip, taking 60 listeners with him to the Christmas markets. There's been a little bit of bump in the road because Germany was snowed in and you couldn't fly out there. So now their flights have been canceled twice. And he's hoping for the third as a charm. So he's hoping to get all those 60 listeners on a bus up to D.C., ready to go, and that the flight doesn't get canceled. I think they were a bit shocked yesterday when their other flight got canceled. And you heard uh, Gary Hess in his news talking about this OxyContin settlement and the addiction that happens with OxyContin. Most, we were all shocked to hear about Matthew Perry, who was on Friends, the, one of the stars on Friends, who died recently, unexpectedly. We don't know if his addiction is what caused his death. He was very open about his addiction. And one of the things I do employment law as my career, and I talk to people all the time about anti-discrimination and things that happen in our workplaces, but one thing that never discriminates and that is addiction. It can happen to anybody at any time, any age, any race. Anyone can be subjected to addiction. And so joining us this morning is Kevin Heyer. And Kevin Heyer is the CEO of the Higher Calling Foundation. And that is a foundation that has its roots in Pennsylvania, but also in Virginia. 
And that organization really does try to reduce the stigma of the disease of addiction, primarily in the workplace, but also in general. Good morning, Kevin. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, good morning, Karen. Talk to us about the Higher Calling Foundation and what you all do to reduce the stigma of addiction. Sure, absolutely. So I'm an employment attorney myself, represent management and employment disputes. And when I was 39 years old, having never used drugs, I found myself addicted to methamphetamine. And how that happens is a long story, but I, I faced addiction myself and saw that this doesn't discriminate, especially hard drug addiction. Um, so when I entered recovery, two years into to the addiction, I started Higher Calling Foundation. And what we do is help people in recovery get a second chance at a career. We provide services that insurance doesn't cover to give highly motivated people that second chance to rebuild their lives and, and often break the generational cycle of addiction because addiction tends to run in families generationally. And we educate businesses on the many benefits of hiring people in recovery. So how do you help businesses to consider this difficulty of we want to make sure we have safety in our workplace, especially in manufacturing facility? I don't know if you heard, um, one of the news reports was the uh, the FTA, the those airline uh, FTA workers, they were coming to work uh, drunk, using drugs. I mean, obviously, we don't want that to happen. So how <laughs> no. do you balance? I mean, do you agree with drug testing? How do you I mean, just walk me through sort of the message that you can give to employers to help them feel some more comfort around this topic? Sure. And, and the trainings that we sell, which help fund the services we offer people that they couldn't otherwise get through insurance, gets into this. I mean, obviously, it depends on the position. If somebody's operating heavy equipment, there's going to be a different expectation as opposed to somebody sitting in a call center. You know, I mean, clearly, you have the right to drug test for certain positions. You know, you know, other positions, that's less of an issue on. You know, all these things are case-by-case case specific. But, you know, it, it's, it's an issue that needs to be talked about today. Um, I mean, in our experience, certain positions, this is more of an issue with for others, but that that's part of the stuff we get into in our training. So we're talking to Kevin Heyer, the CEO of the Higher Calling Foundation. I'm Karen Michael, in for John Reed. So the increase in the legality of marijuana and allowing that to just be more normalized at the use of marijuana, where is your position on that? Does that, have you found or has research found that that, leads to more addiction, does not, no, no impact? What is your position on that? Well, you can't come to work impaired. That's the bottom line. So what your employees do on a Saturday night, in my opinion, is their business. But if it affects what they're doing at work, it's very much the employer's business. You know, and, and that's, that's my take on it, you know, is that if it's going to, if what you're doing on the weekend is affecting what you're doing at work, that's the problem. You know, and the fact that you have a medical marijuana card, that doesn't exchange the fact that if it's affecting you at work, then the employer has a very legitimate right to, to say something about it. But if it's not affecting you at work, then I, in my opinion, and I, you know, I think it's not something for the employer to be concerned about. You know, so, your thoughts employment so, attorney. So one of the um, things that, the, one of the movements is that people who overdose to put them into some long-term hospitalized, hospitalized care and I know that addiction and recovery experts are opposed to that, that possible outcome. Why is that? Why wouldn't that be a good opportunity for someone to go into long-term care if they are overdosing or something like that? 
Well, if somebody's overdosing, they need to go get treatment. But once they're in treatment and they've, they've gotten back to work, I, I believe in second chances. So the fact that somebody at one time had problems with addiction doesn't mean that several years later they can't be trusted in a safety-sensitive position. The addiction that we're seeing on the streets, for example, of San Francisco, you see homeless people, and the, the concept is that so many of them are addicted to lots of different drugs and then that they're having that that's really the cause of why they're not able to be more self-sufficient. What can what government solutions or nonprofit solutions exist to turn that tide? Because it seems to be getting worse, not better. And oh, certainly that's not a good outcome for anybody to have people who are on the streets and addicted to drugs and not being productive members of society because they're not able to do that. What are some solutions that we should be looking toward to assist with that recovery? Sure. Well, the, the first thing we talk a lot about is stigma reduction. You know, people need to be able to safely acknowledge if they think they have a problem to go get treatment. So treatment that's accessible, treatment that's quality. And just a, a culture in the workplace, if someone is employed and they think they may have a problem, being able to go to an employer and say, hey, I think I need to get help. Can we look at what my options are? You know, can I, am I eligible for an FMLA to go secure treatment? Even if they're not eligible for it, would the employer choose to have policies that allow for that? That, that's our big starting point at the Higher Calling Foundation is making this easier to talk about. So if you are employed and you think you have a problem, you can get help if a loved one does. And if you're on the street, let's get these people into treatment, help them rebuild their lives. And then, as I said earlier, break that cycle of addiction that runs in families. You know, if you're on the streets of San Francisco psychotic due to addiction, no, you're not ready to work, but at some point you might be. You know, and that's what, we, that's what we do at our foundation is give that second chance to those people who've demonstrated that they deserve it. I'm going to be a legal geek for a minute because I can't help it. It's my jam. So under the Americans with Disabilities Act, employees are entitled to a reasonable accommodation. And sure. we know that alcohol addiction, recovering from that, would be an accommodation that an employer would be required to assist with if it's a reasonable sure. accommodation. But under the ADA, as it was written, current illegal drug use is not considered a disability under the ADA, and therefore employers are not required to provide reasonable accommodations for somebody who's currently using an illegal drug. What, so wouldn't that prevent people from wanting to come forward because they're not going to be legally entitled, at least, to a reasonable accommodation if they are on using currently an illegal substance? Well, in many cases, they're also using alcohol, so that's a legal substance, you know. But you're not the employer's not obligated to to give you an accommodation for current legal use. But if you have a, an addiction in the past that you want to get under control, our our feeling on it is in the way we we interpret these things is if somebody also has alcohol in the picture, you know, letting somebody there's also prescription drug use often gets into this. A lot of this poly poly substance addiction is common to help them go get help then. You know, rather than nitpick to say, oh, you're only using heroin right now, and that's the only issue. That That's not what we, we you know, we don't, we don't support that in our education to employers as the way to approach this, to try to find reasons not to let people get help, but to go give them that opportunity, especially if they're coming to the employer on their own saying, I want to change my life, you know, and go seek treatment. Kevin Heyer, CEO of the Higher Calling Foundation. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. All right, thank you, Karen. 
It's coming up on 716 on this Monday morning, December 4th, 2023. I am Karen Michael in for John Reed, and you're listening to News Radio WRVA. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 